Welcome to At Least He Tells the Truth. I'm Blake Ashby. Attention has been rightly focused on the death of George Floyd, but this has taken attention away from what happened in New York Central Park a few weeks ago when a white woman threatened to call the police on an African-American birdwatcher. Decades ago, comedian Richard Pryor had a routine where a black man and a white man were arguing. When the black man began winning the argument, the white man pulled out the N-word. It was hard not to think about that skit when reading about the incident in New York Central Park. A part of Central Park is called the Bramble and attracts a large number of birds and bird watchers. Dogs are required to be kept on leash. Beyond scaring away the birds, the wild animal smells of the Bramble are an open invitation for most dogs to dig and destroy the natural habitat. With the pandemic and the loss of other dog-friendly areas, off-leash dogs have become a regular occurrence and problem in the Bramble. A bird watcher who happened to be African-American would occasionally ask dog owners to put their dogs back on leash and previously all complied. A few weekends ago, the bird watcher made the same request to a woman who happened to be white. Instead of simply putting her dog on a leash, she threatened to call the police on the bird watcher and report that a black man was threatening her life. Who knows what was going through the woman's mind? Maybe she thought the bird watcher would leave because he might be wanted by the police or have unpaid tickets. Maybe she was just hoping he would leave because he feared an interaction with the police could lead to him being shot. The bird watcher, with just a little bit of shock in his voice, but also a touch of amusement, told her to go ahead and call the police. He was filming their interaction. But the woman, not getting the response she seemed to want, upped the ante. She threatened to tell the police that the bird watcher was attacking her. She was trying to force a new calculation on the bird watcher. How far would she go in her lie, and how likely would the police be to believe her story? Perhaps because of the added comfort of filming the interaction, he encouraged her to tell the police whatever she wanted. She dialed 911 on the call, making it seem as if she was actually being attacked by a black man. However, she finally put her dog on leash and the bird watcher continued on his way. The woman also left before the police arrived, perhaps embarrassed by what she had done or maybe just not wanting to spend her afternoon at the police department filing a formal complaint. The police likely chalked it up to the woman probably overreacting, maybe because of race, but a situation that resolved itself. If not for the video, that would have been the end of it. For the birdwatcher, just another corrosive memory, a reminder of the unique challenges that still sometimes come with being an African-American in America. For the woman, maybe she would have felt remorse even while she used the pandemic to justify her actions. But she would have gotten away with falsely accusing a black man of a crime. Thankfully, we do have the video. I don't know what motivated the woman to do what she did, and being a resident of Ferguson makes one cautious about presuming to know another person's heart. Maybe she secretly believes African Americans don't belong in public parks. She works on Wall Street. Maybe she went on attack because aggression is her immediate response to any confrontation. Maybe she went right to race because she had no other argument to make, since she was the one breaking the law. Maybe she went to race because it was her sure winner in confrontations with African Americans. None of us want to be judged by our worst moments. We don't know if this was her worst moment or just another day. But I do hope the police charge her with making a false 911 call. Surely the broken windows theory applies here as well. If we ignore tiny racisms, surely we encourage greater racisms. What happened in Central Park isn't as dramatic as watching someone slowly being killed. But in many ways, it's more insidious and yes, dangerous. The police can only respond to the information they are provided. One way to reduce police violence is to reduce the racism at the start of the process. And that means prosecuting people who lie on 911 calls. Thanks for listening. I'm Blake Ashby.